Welcome to the podcast version of Police Science Doctor, the online resource bridging the gap between research and investigative practice. For police personnel who go the extra mile. For academics who want to connect better with investigative practitioners. On YouTube and on policesciencedoctor.com. Hello everyone, Suzanne Knabernikol here from Police Science Doctor with a very festive edition of Police Science Snippets. These are Police Science Snippets number 172, which means that every single week for the past 107 weeks, I've been doing this live broadcast for you guys on the Police Science Snippets. I've extracted from all the research that has been published, most of them quite recent. So the Police Science Snippets are basically things, three snippets of academic research findings in the field of fields of criminology, investigative psychology, forensic psychology, policing, police science, investigations, military law enforcement, intelligence, and these kind of areas where I think that there's something you can use straight away, something you can apply. If you are familiar with academic research and things that are published in academic journal articles, you may know that much of it is either very, very specific or quite abstract or theoretical, and you can't actually use much of it. Police science doctor's purpose is to bridge the gap between academic research and police practice or law enforcement practice. So I try to bring things to you that I think you could actually make use of. If you are also on the police science doctor email list, which is free to join, by the way, you will get these emails to you into your inbox every Tuesday with the links to the original research articles. Whether you can then read the full articles or not is beyond my control, that's down to the publisher and whether you or your institution has some kind of subscription to it, but at least you can read the abstract. The abstract is a bit of a summary for what research was done and what the findings were, or it should have the findings in there. So the snippets I've got for you today, are the first one is about court decisions. If the prosecution presents its case first and is then followed by the defense's statement, that places the defense at a disadvantage. Research suggests that hearing the prosecution first and the defense last may bias decision makers, such as the judge, in favor of the party they heard first. Okay, so I don't know what this is like where you are. Maybe this depends on different jurisdictions and countries, but here um, where, where this research was done, um, I'm not sure actually if this was the UK or not, um, they have found that what is presented first has the potential to influence the judge in, in a favorable way towards the information that was presented first. The second snippet was about female murder victims versus male murder victims. And this is for profiling as in prioritization of suspects. So where to look first. A study has found that 76% of women murdered were killed by someone known to them, which is in contrast to only 56% of male murder victims. Also, a third of the females that were killed had their lives ended by their intimate partner compared to 6% of males. So 70, um, how much was it? 70, no, sorry, it was around a third of females were killed. A, th a third of all the females that were killed were killed by their partner or previous partner um, compared to only 6% of males. And this article was kindly suggested by Dr. Marla Friedman, a very good friend from Illinois, and um, I, I do hope to catch up with you soon, by the way, via Zoom, Marla. I forgot to email you back, sorry. And, the, and, and by the way, if you guys come across any research that you think would make sense to have featured here in Police Science Doctor in the snippets, broadcast, and email, then please do send it on. It's not easy to find something that might be useful to you. Like I said, it's, it's quite, there's quite a lot of noise, um, and I'm trying to 
find trinkets and golden snippets for you. So if you do have something, please do send it to me just like Mona did. And the third snippet for this week is about distance traveled by criminals. Offenders only tend to travel between 0.32 kilometers, that's 320 meters, and 0.8 kilometers in order to abduct a victim. However, they will then travel up to 39 kilometers in order to dispose of the body. Okay, so this research is a bit older, but I did think it was very, um, very useful. This is some research by Professor Kanter and a colleague. So these were the snippets for this week. I hope that there was something of interest to you there. And whatever your festivities are at the end of this week, I hope that you enjoy yourself. And if you are meeting family and loved ones, enjoy that. If you're not meeting family and loved ones, whatever I hope whatever you're doing is pleasant and somehow it works for you. And I'll see you again next week. Until then, thank you very much for listening. See you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this content useful. You can get access to each episode's transcript with key learning points, timestamps, and references if you get yourself onto my mailing list. Just go to the main website on policesciencedoctor.com and on the bottom of each page you will find a sign-up form for notifications of new content. Just enter your first name, your preferred email address, and the type of organization you work for. You will not get any spam. This is just for me to let you know about new content and for you to get access to all the transcripts. Thank you.